Hey y'all, welcome to the Southern Wife Podcast, where we talk about the real things and dive into what God has for us. I'm your host, Michaela Hansen. I hope you feel known, loved, and seen here. Let's jump right into today's episode. Hello, welcome to the episode of The Southern Wife. I am so excited for today, y'all. Oh my goodness. My amazing, incredible, inspiring hubby is here with me, and we get to tell you a bit of our story today. Well, not a bit, more like our whole story. Um, possibly leaving some pieces out, not really sure. It just depends how long this episode goes. But anyways, I'm going to go ahead and let him tell you about himself. Hey guys, it's me, the husband. Um, my name is Brad. Um, the mystery is over. Here I am. I'm not actually made up. I exist and I'm doing pretty well. Um, I love Jesus. Uh, I'm incredibly introverted and I'm a complete humbody. Um, there's more actually about me, but I think we'll just go along with our story and that's how you discover it. So, I mean, I don't like to talk to him about myself a lot, so we'll just dive into our story, I think. So I guess we should start out with BSSM first year. Um, one of my closest friends, we're going to call him Friend A, him and Michaela had uh, relational feelings with each other, for each other. Um, I think they went on a couple dates, but really the only point in saying that is he pointed her out to me and her to me and me to her. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's basically how we knew both of us existed. And that's pretty much all that really happened in first year. Um, is there anything to add? No, that means fully accurate. Just knew his face and what he looked like, but didn't really know him. Knew his name was Brad. That's all I knew. I didn't even know his last name. <laughs> so yeah, the scene just, and then we just skip right to second year. Can I finish it, babe? Um... No, I don't. I don't actually remember right now. Can you, can you continue? <laughs> yes. So we had a mutual friend. Um, we'll call her friend B. And she introduced us to each other. And um, so we met each other at school. Like the, hey, hi, you know, I'm Brad. I'm Michaela. Nice to meet you. Um, not really having much more to say. How's school for you? Oh, school's good. Oh, how's homework? Oh, sucks. You know, the whole like. Typical chit chat, small talk, which we both hate small talk. So uh, it was always like small talk we, is the worst, guys. I hate small talk. Yeah, it's just like I just want to get to the deep feelings, but you have to have small talk because you can't just immediately throw up on someone. That'd be, you know, that's not healthy. Anyways, um, so we started with small talk, <laughs> but friend B invited us over and was trying to get me and Brad to be friends. So we went over to her house and – oh, no, wait, wait, I'm wrong. Yeah, well, that did happen. But before that happened, yeah. um, me and friend B both actually had a friend. Um, and she – it was her birthday, her birthday party. She was turning 21. So she invited me and Michaela over and friend B. So we were all going to the party. Yeah, because I, I was starting to get to know her. We started becoming friends too, but not like fully like – Brad and friend you were. Yeah. So, I mean, I wasn't sure if I was going to go because I don't really like going to parties. Neither of us really enjoy going to parties. Nope. But I ended up going anyways, and it was pretty good. Um, 
really the best thing was I met uh, Michaela. Mm-hmm. Like actually fully talked to her. Um, we actually pretty much just talked to each other like the entire time. <laughs> mm-hmm. And just kind of were in our own little bubble and corner. Well, I danced too. And then we made like a video thing for um, the party friend (laughs) the friends party um but it was really cool that was the first time that I met Brad like intentionally met Brad but the coolest thing is he was asking me a bit of my story because friend B um told him a lot about me and he was like uh, so he knew I had a concussion and was dealing with the effects of that but he didn't know what so we just started talking and um, I ended up feeling safe enough to tell him like my health journey, which I don't talk to a lot of people about because it's a very personal side of me. And yeah, so we just started talking and really, really hit it off. And the thing that drew me to Brad the most is how intentional he was. And he looked you straight in the eyes, like the whole time. I have never met someone that stares me in the eyes when I'm talking for a long time. Like, literally, he, like, didn't lose interest, it seemed, at least. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so then we so then we started hanging out. Yeah. So um, friend B invited both me and Michaela over to just pretty much go hang out at her house. I think we made cookies that night and watched – oh, gosh, what did we watch? The Minions. Yeah, we watched Despicable Me – no, we didn't watch The Minions. We watched Despicable Me 3. <laughs> And we honestly hardly watched it. I'm pretty sure we all just kind of talked the whole time, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, that was kind of late at night. And then we ended up leaving and talking outside, I think, for like 45 minutes or something. It was, it was a long was, time. Yeah, it was quite a while. And it was already late at that point. It was probably like 12 yeah. or 1 o'clock. That's the whole point is we just clicked. Anytime we were together, we just started talking about life and it, stuff. Yeah, and we just really just enjoyed each other's company. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then fast forwarding a little bit, I think we ended up hanging out at her place mm-hmm. with, yeah, you, inv- I guess, I don't know who with invited us. B. Yeah, me, her, and friend B. Um, yeah, I guess we just hung out at your place. I don't really remember much about it. I think it was my idea because um, I wanted to hang out with you, but I didn't have your number and I was getting over um, a season that I was going through was really hard. So I had a hard time letting people in at that time of my life um, because God was doing a really intense work on my heart. So I was not in the happiest place. But regardless, I wanted to hang out with him because he was really, really cool to be around. So yeah, we came over. I think I made y'all brownies. I don't remember, but probably did because she baked a lot at the beginning. I mean, she still bakes a lot now, Mm -hmm. but especially at the beginning, she used to bake a lot, a lot, a lot, like especially brownies. She loved baking brownies. Yep. And I started to see that I liked him somewhat, but I just wanted to focus on just being friends. So I forgot about my feelings. I started developing for him and just focused on being his friend and literally forgot about my feelings completely and just was his friend. It wasn't anything more than that at the time. So we thought. <laughs> yeah. Side note, I'm I'm still focused on brownies. I don't know why. Um, we tried making pumpkin spice brownies. Do you remember those? Horrible. They turned out so bad. They were like sponges mm-hmm. that just, they tasted awful. They tasted nothing like pumpkin or nothing like brownies. They were just Mm-mm. the worst thing ever. Horrible. Like super fail. Mm-mm. I had them one time because a friend made them for me. And not for me, for me, but at a party and I ate them. And I was like, oh, I could do that. And she told me, it was like, oh, yeah, it's just cake mix and 
Um, pumpkin puree. Um, no, it, it it could not have been. They were disgusting. They were awful. And like, I'm I'm a decent baker. They were not decent. They were like trash. <laughs> so uh, we had a lot of baking fans. Yeah, and we were all trying to be nice because she lived with her parents. Her mom and dad were trying to be nice, and I was trying to be like, yeah, they're not that bad. They're okay. And then I tried them. I was like, you guys are the worst liars in the world. <laughs> it's <a> horrible. <laughs> So, yeah, we just started hanging out more. And then you asked friend B for my number, Yeah, yeah. So, um, I don't remember the day or whatever, but it was kind of afternoon-ish, evening. Mm -hmm. Um, I texted friend B. I was like, hey, can I get Michaela's number? Mm -hmm. Um, Because, I mean, I just wanted to start talking with her more and hanging out with just her so we didn't have to go through friend B all the time. Mm -hmm. Because that's just weird. We're both better one-on-one, which is what we discovered. And I'm way better at talking with people one-on-one um that's just how I've always been with friendships like I'm good with crowds too but I'm just I don't know sometimes you just want to hang out one-on-one with someone to get to know get to know them better yeah but the funny thing is too is that I'm pretty sure she was going to ask for my number like the next morning (laughs) like during school and class yep the same morning I was going to go to him and I decided that I was going to go to him be like hey I just want to start you know talking out talking more and hanging out more can I have your number and long behold, he asked for my number the day before. Yep. So he pursued me, which showed me that I don't have to be the pursuer all the time because I was struggling with that personally, um, with friendships and stuff, that I'm just naturally the pursuer. So it was really cool to be like fully pursued. Yeah. And then we just started hanging out with your at your place a lot with your mom too. Yeah. My mom was very involved in our in our friendship. <laughs> it was a friendship. It was a friendship, but looking back, it's one of those things where you look back, you're like, were we just dating? Are you serious? Yeah. I mean, we're not even dating. Were we just friends? Like, it's 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 like one of those things. We just clicked, and he'd legit be at my house all night having night, having um, all-nighters with my mom and my mom's best friend, Elisa. Elisa. <laughs> Elisa no, loves Brad. Oh, my goodness. Um, she's, so she, much. She's the president of my fan club, guys. Yeah, my parents adore him. Um and my dad got to know him too. And um, I'm, my parents predicted that he would end up as my husband. Oh, especially your mom. Because mm-hmm. like the first time I walked through the door or even before that, she's like, yep, that's the one you're marrying. Yeah, well, she didn't knew. She didn't say that, but mm-hmm. that was, you know, her own inner talk with herself and mm-hmm. Jesus, I suppose. Yep. And like we'd be in the kitchen like baking or something and together and Elisa and my mom would give each other looks like, oh my gosh, do you see that? Like, look at them. <laughs> <laughs> So they had a big hand in our relationship. Um, but yeah, so we started hanging out together. And like I said, we just started clicking. But then um, I had a job. So he'd come over after work and we'd hang out for a few hours before, you know, going home for school the next day. A few hours usually ended up being to like 12 or 1 o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. And her eventually falling asleep sometime during that. And then <laughs> me hanging out with her mom watching movies. Yep. <laughs> Yep, I sleep through movies. So my mom and uh, Brad got a really good relationship because I was asleep half the time. <laughs> oh yeah, because one of the, I think one of the first movies you watched together was actually The Aristocats, right? Oh my gosh, yeah, I wanted to watch The Aristocats. I really wanted to, and he found it on, um, uh, online, and we watched it, and I fell asleep. Like yeah, she fell asleep through at least half of it just like laying on my shoulder we weren't dating then we're still just friends but she fell asleep like the entire thing we're very physical physical touch people physical touch is 
first love language of both of us. We are very similar. We have our differences, but we're very, very similar. And one of the things being is we're both very introverted and homebodies. And our favorite thing is just to sit and talk with someone or sit and be with someone and watch a movie. Yep. And eat brownies and cookies. And (laughs) And eat baked goods. And drinks. We love drinks. Oh, I love drinks, guys. Love drinks. Like our fridge right now is segue. Like our fridge is like half food. The rest drinks. <laughs> Not alcoholic drinks, just like random beverages, like yeah. juices and teas and just mm-hmm. stuff of that nature. Because he can drink. He's 24. I'm 20, so we're um, a bit more than three years apart, right? Yeah. Yeah. Almost so four. Not fully four. Not fully four, guys. It's like, like three three years and 11 months. It matters. The two months matter. <laughs> I'm kidding. I wouldn't matter. I don't care about it. Um, that far apart really doesn't matter to me at all. Anyways, um, so we don't do alcohol or something. I don't because I'm underage, but he just doesn't drink. So yeah. Anyways, um, yeah, we just kind of started hanging out more, and um, we at this point I knew I had feelings, but for a couple reasons, I put them on the shelf. I just didn't want to ruin our friendship. And then Brad had a dream. Oh, yeah, my dream. So, Michaela, she loves hearing about dreams. So, whenever I got a dream and actually could remember it, I would would usually end up telling her about it because she just loves hearing about dreams. I still do that today. Um, But, oh, gosh, I'm trying to remember the dream. I remember it. Okay, maybe you can do a better job (laughs) of telling it then. (laughs) So, we had a dream where in the dream we got married. And there was a chair at the altar because I um, had back problems, and I still do, which we'll go backwards and tell you a little bit about that because it played a big part in our relationship, actually, yeah. um, because he took care of me, even even when we were just friends. This man is incredible, I'm telling you. Anyway, so we had a dream that we got married in the dream, and so he texted me, and we both at this point had feelings for each other. We just didn't want to admit it kind of thing. Right? I don't think we really knew how to admit it. Yeah. Like, we had them, but we were just at that awkward point where it was like, I don't know how to say. I know I'm feeling something about you. Like We were, like, ignorant of it, kind of. I mean, very. It, it existed, but we didn't really know what it was or what to do with it. Mm-hmm. Like, we would say love you to each other all the time, just as friends, like, and stuff like that. But it was just that weird moment of, like, we knew something was there, but we didn't know how to quite put our finger on it because we were just really close. And then, and we also, we, I mean, we didn't want to screw up our friendship. No, I was. If the other person didn't feel that way. I was terrified to tell him. I was because at this point, after the dream, I was like, it awoke, it made me realize I like you. That's what those feelings are. After school, I he drove me home because I couldn't drive with my back for a few months until uh, until I built up endurance. Um. It's possible I subconsciously milked it. (laughs) It's possible. Totally kidding, guys. Totally kidding. Um, Sense of humor. Sorry. You probably can't read sarcasm on the podcast. Anyways. um, Yeah, on the way home, I was like, I think we need to talk. And he was like, yeah, I think we do. And we both knew knew where that was leading. So in the dream, we got married. And I don't remember lots of details, but I remember that – we got married in the dream and it, and it was one of those dreams where you couldn't ignore it for the rest of the day. I kept thinking about it and thinking about it. And I was like, 
I know how I'm feeling now. I can put my finger on it now. I need to tell him, but I don't want to ruin our friendship. We also had to wait to tell friend B out of respect. And we did that. And um, that was that was a thing. And then I got in the car and I was like, I'm going to be bold. He's like, okay. And I was like, I, I think you know what I'm about to say. He's like, yeah, I do. I was like, I don't know what to do. He's like, I don't either. I was like, but but, but to be clear, we we feel the same way. He's like, yes. I was like, I felt I felt this way for a while. He's like, yeah, 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 me too, kind of thing. And so we both realized that we had feelings for a while, for each other for a while. And then I was like, okay, what do you want to do about this? He's like, well, I, well, I obviously want to date you. And that's how I remember it. Yeah, I mean, I don't remember it exactly, but it, it definitely went along those lines. Yeah. And I was like, okay, good. So so you do want to date me? He's like, yes. I'm like, okay, cool. And at this point, I was scared to date again because I got my heart broken quite a bit of a times. So he knew that going in. And I told him, I was like, I am a little nervous to date, um, but I will trust you. And you just got to beware that that's how I'm feeling. And he was completely so sweet about it and so kind about it. And was it the same night or the next day? Oh, no. We had to wait a little bit before I actually asked her up because I had to ask her dad out or her dad out. I had to ask her dad. He didn't have to, but he wanted to. Yeah, I just I really wanted to ask her dad if I could date her or, you know, the blessing and permission to date her daughter. Um, daughter. Yeah. Well, words. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I don't I think it was Wednesday. I'm pretty sure. Yes. We had the conversation Tuesday. Yeah, it, it was either Monday or Tuesday we had the conversation. Then we talked to friend B just to let her know and stuff. And then her dad, I think, came home one night after like school because he was in first year. And she's like, he's here now. He's here now. Yeah, I was so excited. <laughs> so go talk to him. Go talk to him. <laughs> so I was like, okay. So, I mean, obviously I'm filled with like some nervous yeah. energy and all that. But um, I went to the expert for a quick. So I walk in his room. I was like, hey, dad. He's like, what do you want? I'm like. Oh, nothing. Um, Brad's here. He just wants to talk to you. He's like, why? I already know what's going to happen. You guys are practically already dating. So I was like, oh, okay. So you just said that. So apparently that was like a key. My parents like, okay, they saw us that way already. And then I did, and then Brad went in uh, went to the next part. Uh, I mean, I went in and asked him and everything, and he was super awesome about it and just told I me. I eavesdropped for a minute, and then I was like, okay, I'll give them respect. I'll go I'll, – I'll go back to my room. <laughs> yeah, he was absolutely incredible about it. And then was just talking with me for a little bit. And then I walked back into the room. Well, actually, before that, um, we were over the bed because before her dad even came home. And I was like, I really want to kiss you. And, oh, and I was like, I can't do it until I ask yeah. your dad. <laughs> Interruption. We were hung, we hung out in my room all the time because because we're um, back door open. We're just respect for my parents and us. And um, my back was really injured. I injured my back at work. And we didn't know what was going on. We do now. But... Um, you know, when you, when you injure, injure yourself really bad and you don't have any endurance and you have to build it up, um, I didn't have any endurance my back for two months. So I pretty much just laid on heat, sat up, and I couldn't sit on the couch downstairs for a long time. So we hung out in my room a lot of the time and we had stairs. So he would go down and get me food and make me things. And I tried to help and he would make me receive it <laughs> pretty much. Be like, I'm doing it for you whether you like it or not. I'm not letting you hurt yourself again. So before we were even dating he had this protective um this protectiveness over me like just super sweet 
um, yeah, just like super sweet and super caring and kind and just doing things for me that I didn't want to receive, but he taught me how to receive. So anyways, that's just why we were in my bedroom. <laughs> yeah. So I walk back in, I go over to her bedside and I'm about to ask her out. I think I say her full name and then her dad walks in yeah. <laughs> and she's like, go away. Dad. I'm like, go away. Bye. By the way, I am an adult. So I was in that point of, you know, when you're an adult living with your parents, it's awkward and weird. So it's kind of like a, I need privacy. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> and then he kissed me. Yeah. So I, he, he ends up walking out and I end up asking her again because actually like fully finishing and everything. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, she says yes and whatnot. Yeah. It was Wednesday, um, December 12th at 628 mm-hmm. is when we officially started dating. I think it was Wednesday. It was Wednesday. I remember. I remember. Oh, yeah. So he remembers dates, guys. He remembers days of dates. My gosh. Um, and then I. I guess I went by you and I was super nervous because I haven't kissed a girl before. And I was mm-hmm. like, uh, so she actually pretty much ended up starting it and kissing me. Cause I was like, uh, he was hovering for like three minutes. So it I- was not three. It was probably like 10, 15 seconds. It felt longer. It probably felt like eternity though. It was just like that moment of like, kiss me already. Kiss me already. Kiss me already. So I pulled his head into mine and was like, I'm kissing you. <laughs> yeah. And that's when we started dating. Um, yeah. So and then we, that's Christmas break, right? It's pretty much now Christmas yep. break or within like a day or two. Yeah, within a day or so, Christmas break rolled around and um, we started out having deep conversations about the future and kids. And it was very fast. Our our relationship, relationship was already on fast track, which I knew would happen because the Lord pretty much prophesied it to me. <laughs> he basically said before we even started dating and before a week before we met, The Lord prophesied to me and told me, when you're not looking, the man that you're supposed to be with pretty much is going to fall right in your lap. And you'll just know that you'll know, and that's going to be it for the rest of your life. And (laughs) that's how it was. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, yeah, it was kind of cool. I got to confirm that a couple of times, too. And, um, yeah, we should have having deep deep conversations about our dreams and our future and um two weeks after we started dating he asked me to pick out a ring yeah because i i wanted the option to be able to give her a ring whenever i wanted like the surprise factor of like ha here's a ring and her to actually like and love the ring so yeah i think she said two weeks i asked her to pick out a ring so i could literally pop the question whenever i wanted plus he kind of knew that i wanted to pick it out myself anyways because like subconscious like like that subconscious knowing that he knew um because i mean I'm picky with my face. She loves details. And I mean, she likes what she likes. So I didn't want to pick out something she just kind of likes. I want something she loves. He understood me without me having to say it. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And by the way, guys, I had the option to go home for Christmas. My sister was going to pay for the entire trip. And I I decided to stay and just hang out with her before we were even dating at that point. Sorry, family. (laughs) I had no part in it. Because I I, I was asking, I was like, babe, if you want to go home for Christmas, it's okay. Like... Like, you'll be perfectly fine. I'll see you in two weeks. It'll be fine. Or more like a week. I was like, it's okay. Like, whatever you want to choose, no pressure. I Like, you like you can choose. And we were really best friends. So we were saying, I love you by this point, too. Like, we were super fast track, which it was a good fast track, though. It was like a knowing fast track. And um, 
And he and he decided to stay. And I was like, are you sure? Like, you don't want to see your family? He's like, I want to be with you. I was like, okay. So I let him choose. and well, I didn't let him choose. He chose. And I was like, are you sure? Like, I felt so bad for his family. But he was sure of it. And that was my first Christmas with the shoemakers. <laughs> the shoemakers go all, all out for Christmas. But- oh, my gosh. They decorate. So it's amazing. Like, compared to my family, my family decorates a little bit. We put up some lights. But compared to her family, it's, like, night and day difference. It's it's incredible what they do for Christmas. Yeah. I love them. I love my family. Um, and by this point, I got really sick. I had the flu. And I never had the flu. But I actually got the flu from Brad. And I got it from her dad. So our entire first month of our relationship, we were sick sick with the flu. And my back was out. So I couldn't take care of him. It was killing me inside. So my mom took care of both of us (laughs) at the same time. I love you, mom. (laughs) It was incredible. And um, I would take care of him at points when I could. And it killed me because I couldn't do stairs yet. And it it absolutely killed me inside. Because I'm an anagram two. Also anagram five. But... Mainly Enneagram 2s. And if you know what that means, it means I'm the, I'm the helper. Um, the 5 is a hidden part of a 2. So I'm both, um, which makes sense. Anyways, um, but the same way. So it, it, it went a whole, along with the whole receiving thing. I was trying to help them, but I couldn't. Anyways, so we were sick of the dogs. And we didn't even have a date out yet. Nope. Like, we literally could not leave the house. We were so sick. Um, this is Christmas break. So thank God we got sick of a Christmas break. But So now let's talk about our first date. Dogs and you do you want to tell, tell your first plan about proposal? Okay, so he was so sweet. So basically, after she picked up the ring, I immediately bought it. She yeah. did, she obviously didn't know that. Um, well, you told me. Well, I ended up telling her. Just I mean, there's a lot of reasons for that, but we're not going to go into details about that. It doesn't need to be explained. Um, a little yeah, long. We're getting episode. we're getting super carried away with her story. Um, so I had this whole elaborate plan. What I was going to do at her house, I bought like. I think 5,000 rose petals online and they ended up having to be reshipped twice because every time they came, they were like wilted and crappy looking. So and I bought like all these candles and I was going to write a ton of sweet notes and do a, a whole bunch of stuff. I don't really fully remember anymore. He's incredibly romantic. But basically what ended up happening is we made breakfast. Our first official Yeah, this is our first official out. date. It's finally not super chilly outside because she has asthma mm-hmm. and like she was just getting over pneumonia. So we didn't want to go outside or anything. And we didn't really want to do it at your place because, I mean, her parents are there and everything. In yeah. my place, I lived with a bunch of other people. So there wasn't really a place to go yeah. in terms of like being like, hey, pop the question type thing. So our first date finally went out. It was like 67 degrees outside. <laughs> yeah. January 13th. I was... Having the worst hair day. I had no makeup on. Girls, you understand me. Absolutely I beautiful. I had a sweatshirt and sweatpants on and silver booties. Stunning. And that's how he freaking proposed. <laughs> so we went to the park. We set down a blanket. We had bacon, eggs, syrup, I think some orange juice, and some French toast. So we ate. We're only there for like 30 minutes. I think it was like 1230. We wrapped up, started walking away. My lungs were starting to get really bad. So I pull the ring out of my backpack because I bring my backpack everywhere with me. Um, and it looks weird if you have this huge box with a <laughs> ring in it in your pocket. It's pretty obvious. Freaking huge box. Oh, it's so big. But so I ended up, I asked her to turn around. She's like, what? And then I pull out the ring. And then I couldn't actually say anything I wanted to say. She kept interrupting me. It's so bad. I still feel so bad about it. I was so nervous, guys. I was so nervous. 
And um, instead of letting him finish, I cussed a lot. I'm not proud of it. Not proud of it at all. But I was like, you know, cussing a lot and freaking out so in like- a good way. But he, fi- I, fi- I finally let him get the words, will you marry me out? And I was like, yes. And after crying, and I was like, I'm so sorry. I wouldn't let you talk. I still feel awful about it. I, I kind of wish I could go back and change my actions. But it you can't. Perfect. So It was absolutely perfect. <laughs> it was perfect. But it goes to show, like, any plans you have, you just know in the moment when you're supposed to do it. And he knew. So yeah, a month after we were engaged and we had to tell all our friends and we were like, how do we explain to his family, especially as in Texas, how we we got engaged after a month? But we didn't really have to explain it that no. hard. People just understood. Yeah, everyone was like, cool, it's perfect. Yeah, and those that those that knew us really knew it was perfect. Yeah, any of the anyone who didn't know us were super skeptical, and they we had to face a lot of op- opposition, especially from some friends. Which I mean, rightfully so, because oh yeah, one month isn't a lot of time. Mm-mm. I mean, from the dating to engage, but obviously we knew each other before, but like I mean, three months before, every relationship is different. It's all about intentionality. Yep. Whether it's a week or yep. five years, I mean, it's just how intentional you are. Exactly, and we're both very intentional people. Like incredibly. So it just it worked out perfect. So and then we got engaged and we started planning a wedding. And by we she means her and I making like super small decisions. I included her and her mom did all of it, especially <laughs> yeah. her. I, I planned most of it. Um my mom did more towards the end, like more buying stuff and stuff because I ended up having to plan from Texas and planning a wedding long distance is not easy. Yeah, because after school went out, we we ended up having to go to Texas because mm-hmm. just a lot of reasons were going to make it difficult to stay in California, like my car and all that is going to cost a lot of money. Yeah, so we ended up moving to Texas, and my family, my specifically my parents, were super super hospitable towards us, mm-hmm. and they said you can stay pretty much as long as you want. You can yeah. stay with us. Um, Which my parents had the same plan, but we knew God was calling us to Texas, so we chose. To go stay with his parents instead. Yeah. So, and then two weeks later, we flew down to San Diego for her one of her closest friends' wedding. I was a bridesmaid in the wedding party, so I needed to be there. And the next day was my bridal shower that um, some really close friends in San Diego um, were throwing for me. And um, so, yeah, we went to San Diego, California, and um, which I used to live there, um, don't anymore, obviously, and. Um, Brad, Brad came with me because I wanted him there. And it was important for him to be at the bridal shower and all my friends meet him and stuff. Yeah, because I haven't met pretty much any of her friends from her mm-hmm. growing up and all that. Yeah, but then we decided after talking about it for a while that we wanted to get married before our original um, wedding date. And it actually happened to be, you want to tell us part? Yeah, it happened because I was joking, apparently prophesying it the whole time that we were going to get married June 2nd. <laughs> and I and I was like, I'm going to marry you as a teenager. Mm-hmm. Mostly joking, but I guess apparently not joking. Yeah, because we got married in eight days later, I turned 20. Yeah, so we got married June 2nd after her bridal shower. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we went. Literally we, right after. We left and drove an hour away and yeah. got married. <laughs> I think she might have like changed clothes and that's pretty much it and gotten everyone. We left. Yep. And um, my old pastor is married us, which is a super sweet treat. And it was just a beautiful, intimate day. 
Um, it was just perfect for us, really. Yeah, it was wonderful. Yeah, we got married not at a courthouse. We got married at a park that I ended up growing up in. And it was just a day where God included a lot of small details um, for both of us. And it was really cool. Mm-hmm. It was a beautiful day. It was wonderful. It was amazing. Yep. So after that, we ended up flying back to Texas a couple of days later, finally married, newlyweds. Mm-hmm. It was wonderful. Incredible. <laughs> <laughs> um. And then, and then, um, we started planning our wedding, and we had our jobs, started new jobs. Yep. Um, I had a new new job, and Brad had a um job at a hotel, like housekeeping and and supervising. He got a, a supervisor position on the spot at hiring. This man has incredible favor with jobs; it's absolutely incredible. Um, and our favor just like increased in our life when we got married. Yeah. It just things just like exploded, and um, the Lord, the Lord actually told me one time that separately. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. Separately, we are fire, but together we are dynamite explosion. The Lord freaking said that, y'all. How cool is he? (laughs) It's my favorite thing he's ever said to me, literally. (laughs) Dynamite explosion. (laughs) So, yeah, everything just fell into place, literally. And then I think like August 13th, we flew down to Reading for our second wedding ceremony. Yep. Planning a wedding long distance is not easy, but my yeah, mama was, and me did it, and it was it turned out beautiful and everything I've ever wanted since I was a little girl. Yeah, absolutely incredible. Her mom yeah. is just so amazing. Incredible, seriously. I don't know how she does things she does, honestly. Yeah. It was amazing. So, yeah, and then Brad's family got to be there, which was super yep. special. Some family I have never met, like his uh, uncle. aunts and uncles. My aunt and uncle <laughs> yeah. and my cousin, cousin and, and- Nef- yeah, it wasn't a big wedding, but it was um, bigger than our, our first one. And we're yeah. not our first one was like people, so. maybe ten people, including her mom and dad and like the pastors. Yeah, and my grandparents and brother that couldn't be there yeah. at the other wedding. Um, we just invited them because you know, and um, my best friend too because she lived in that city. So obviously, just super small, and obviously we didn't want to. We couldn't pay for a second wedding, so we didn't do a second wedding. Um, we just did it small and intimate. And um, then we had the bigger ceremony, and it was beautiful, amazing, incredible. Um, it was a very fast week. We had yeah, – It was nonstop because we were constantly preparing stuff for the wedding, making stuff. Yeah, like, I barely got to hang out with my family, which was really, really, really hard. super, super busy, guys. Yeah, it was really hard. Um, we got some time with some friends, which was awesome. Brad had the idea on the day of the wedding to invite some friends over just to hang out so he can meet them all together. Pretty much her bridesmaids. and Their significant others. Yeah, and just you know whoever they brought with them. I was like, why don't you just bring them over early so we can all hang out before yeah. you start, get, start getting ready. Yeah, and um, it was just a great time of connecting. And just the whole day was just beautiful. I was in a lot of pain physically that day. Literally cried at my own reception and was not fully coherent. But it was beautiful nonetheless. Okay, not to mention the wedding pictures towards the end at night. Um, guys, we were being eaten by ants. Mm-mm, it was awful. But we had the most amazing photographers. Yes. Yeah, oh, they blessed us so Incredible. Much. Just They just blessed us by being who they were, really. And um, they even like prayed over me afterwards, and it was just so sweet. Yeah. Um, so beautiful ceremony. Just it was it was amazing. But the next day, 
we we left pretty left. much straight up, <laughs> straight first thing in the morning, like six o'clock or something, super early. Later, because it ended up being, it ended up being like eight o'clock because oh, we, yeah. we were gonna leave early and we just couldn't. <laughs> oh, yeah, we did. We did have to do a couple oh, things that morning, and then yeah, it. I advise not staying up until midnight after a wedding and then going in the morning to yeah, drive 15 hours. It's like, yeah, 14 hour drive, 15 hour drive. Cause we, we were going to go on our honeymoon after that. Yeah. Cause we had to drive her car back down to Texas. Mm-hmm. So she would have her car in my car, obviously. So we ended up having our honeymoon on the drive yeah. down. We stopped in Scottsdale, Arizona, mm-hmm. had a few nights there, ended up staying an extra day longer because we went to target and got a board game that we played all night long. <laughs> we are geeks and nerds and we like games and we're Disney freaks too. Yep. So it's a Disney board game and we were just having the time of our life drinking it- coffee. And I literally stayed up to 4am. If you know me, now, if if you know me now, that is late for Michaela. <laughs> we go to bed at like 8 30, 9 o'clock. We are we're just like secret grandparents, guys. <laughs> we, we wake up at like four or five o'clock in the morning, but we go to bed early. Correction. He wakes up at four or five in the morning. I wake up at like six. She so wakes up at like five thirty, six. He has ruined me. I'm no longer a sleeper in her. I'm an early riser and it stinks, but it's also great. It's amazing. <laughs> But continuing on, so after our honeymoon in Scottsdale, Arizona, we were driving back, and how did it happen, actually? We were driving, and I saw when he was mapping out the trip, um, and I was seeing that when he was mapping out the trip, he was zooming into the place that God has been calling us to, like the the city to live in, um, since December that we've been preparing to move to. And previously took a trip there and hung out there and stuff. Oh no, that was this trip, right? Yeah, that was oh, I'm trip I'm right getting now. it mixed up. We yeah. went twice. Sorry, I got it mixed so up. So God was like, "Yeah, you guys are gonna go there right now." And we we're like, "We are so tired. We just planned a wedding. We've been driving for so long. I mean, yeah. we had a couple of nights for our honeymoon, but we were still super, super tired so from tired. everything." And we're like, "I don't really want to do that." And we're neither would be home. <laughs> yeah, we, I mean, we didn't ask God yet, but we knew what He was gonna say, mm-hmm. and we we're like. I don't want to ask him. <laughs> I don't want to ask. We were just like, I don't want to ask. And then his mom called and was like, hey, why don't you go? You guys go this weekend. And we were like, uh, like crap. Crap. And then my mom and then my mom texted, hey, why, why don't you guys go this weekend? We're like, well, shoot. If the moms know, we definitely can't deny it. I mean, the moms knew, but like we knew God was going to, well, moms what God was going to say. Everything. Yeah, it's true. Annoying and amazing. They're incredible. We love them. So we kind of begrudgingly at first decided to actually go down there. Um, yeah. You called family friends. Yeah, I called family friends that I have not no- seen since I was seven years old. And yet they still let us stay with, stay with them. And it was just a great time of um, connecting and reconnecting and kind of resting and just dreaming with the Lord, really. Mm-hmm. Just dreaming and seeing apartments. And um, what did you say You say earlier? Like it was it was cool to go in and – just see, like, oh my gosh, this this could be where we where we were living. Something oh yeah, like that. just be like, just a dream. Be like, hey, we could actually live in one of these places. Yeah. This could be where our kind of origin story starts. Hmm. Yep. And it wasn't. <laughs> we nope. didn't live in any of those places. <laughs> and um, then the month of September came around, and we just kept working, kept doing us, and the waiting season was hard and tiring, and being like, I just want to be there already. And it was a blessing to be staying with his parents, but we just knew that that's where God was not having us permanently. And we knew that where God was calling us. And it's hard to wait it out when you know God's calling you somewhere. Mm -hmm. But 
we just kept being faithful where we were at. And um, so um, what's after August, September? Mm-hmm. So September 21st, I think, or 20th, something like that. Yeah, yeah. 21st, 22nd, something like that. About that time. Um, she got a hold of someone um, down here who was apparently a realtor. We didn't know that at the time. Yeah, the church that we're a part of has a Facebook group, and um, some leaders that I'm that we met connected me on the Facebook, and I just posted like, "Hey, we're moving down. If anyone has like any leads on apartments or anything, let us know." And he commented, "Was like, hey, if you, if you need help, call, call, um, message me and call this number." Thinking that he was just some guy that knew the area really well. No, he was just a freaking realtor nope, and realtor. ended up taking over everything for us and saved us so much energy oh and time God, and so much. could not have done it without him. I'm not going to say his name for um, like his safety purposes, but yeah. really like thankful to this guy. It was a huge blessing in our lives. It yeah. took up so much, not like stress, but just that stress mental for me. space. <laughs> yeah, for, I was working pretty much, I was working six days a week at that point. Yeah. And I didn't want to do it after I got home from yeah, work. Yeah, and I worked on the evening, so I had the whole day free. Um, but such an absolute blessing on our lives. Um, we ended up going down here, looking at like three or four places. And the first place we went to, we're like, yeah, we want that one. Mm-hmm. We knew it. We saw it and we knew it. And I knew I knew that when we saw it, we, we would know. Yeah, like, I would which just, is we're currently, gonna know. currently the place we're living in right now. Yes. Love our home. And it happened. And it was just a totally God-ordained um Got our day an appointment, an appointed yeah. weekend, and it was just incredible. And long behold, um, a week later, yeah, we went back to where we were living. Mm-hmm. We wrapped up things there, got finished with their jobs, and my parents, absolutely amazing. They drove all the way down to where we used to live to yes. our storage shed with all of their furniture. They're incredible, my gosh! Yeah, and then just help us pretty much pack up everything and put it in where we're living now. Yeah, um, could not have done it without them. Seriously, um, literally. We, we, we would have had a higher movie or something. Because yeah, both of our cars are tiny. Yeah. <laughs> like, I have a two-door sports car. Yep. And I have, like, a smaller car, too. <laughs> <laughs> so we couldn't have carried any of the furniture or anything in our cars. Yeah. Or towed anything, so. Yep. So it was amazing. But even just, like, their support all week was cool. Our parents have been amazing, and they've played a big part in our life and our stories. And our story together, really. Can't yeah. Them enough, really. mm, seriously, I don't think I've ever felt more accepted by anyone in my life than our families. Feel so loved and just blessed by them. Yeah, seriously. So, shout out to the parents and the fam bams. Um. So yeah, then there we were, and that's kind of where we are now. And it's just been an absolutely amazing journey, and. We'll probably have Bradley on here again. We are getting long in this episode. I'm sorry, y'all. This is longer than usual. But thank you for sticking around. If you stuck around this far, that's just a bit of our story. We get carried away with speaking about certain parts, so it's kind of hard to stay on track. But I am so grateful that you got to meet my husband and talk to him. Well, well, hear from him at least. And we will have him on for many future episodes, I am sure, um, in the near future. So join us next week for another episode of The Southern Wife. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I hope you have a blessed day. Thanks, guys. Bye.